back to our 14th episode of the Launcher Farm Show, where I interview Katie Steinfeld with On The Block Realty and On The Block Auctions. Katie and I discuss how she got started in the business and eventually opened her own brokerage, plus started a company that offers real estate auction services. Katie and her partner wanted to provide a more transparent system to give their customers more options and stand out from the crowd. In this episode, Katie and I talk about how providing more options for your clients makes it easier to attract new clients and differentiate yourself from your competition. Katie shares how, although some agents don't always understand the process, as many learn more about it, they see it as another viable option. Plus, they still get paid for their work. We also talk about what type of clients are attracted to the auction process and how to attract the right type of clients and listings. We also share a super easy way to practice online auctions with your clients and to find out more about the auction process itself. Katie also shares how you could possibly offer auctions to your clients using their system and how you can offer this option in your farm. Plus, we take a much more deeper dive into the online auction process and how to provide more value to your farm as well. So be sure to check out this episode, like and subscribe, and enjoy the interview with Katie. Thanks for joining us on another episode of Launch Your Farm Show. Today, we've got a great guest. It's Katie Steinfeld from On The Block Realty. So Katie, take a second, tell us a bit about yourself and a bit about your business. Great. Thanks for having me on, Ryan. I really appreciate it. Uh, so my name is Katie Steinfeld. I am the broker of record for On The Block Realty. It's a boutique brokerage that was created uh, about three years ago now. I'm trying to think back. Yeah, 2017. <laughs> um, so we opened up to, uh, three years ago. Um, at the same time, we also created another company, On The Block Auctions. Um, so we are a little bit different in the sense that we offer auctions to potential sellers as an option to sell their home. Uh, especially in the GTA real estate market, we've found that that's a more transparent option for people to consider. So it's just allowed us to provide a little bit of diversity with our product or our uh, service offerings uh, in real estate. So those are the two companies that I've been running alongside my partner, Daniel, who's also my husband. And uh, it's been fun. Learned a lot. Awesome. So how did you get started in the business? What did it look like? And how did you transition into, into opening your own brokerage? So I got started about almost 11 years ago now uh, when I had my first daughter. I, uh, on maternity leave, I took all my courses. I knew I wasn't going to go back to a regular nine to five job. And I just wanted something where I could get a little bit of flexibility, although with real estate, you kind of don't have that so much sometimes, yes. but um, it allowed me to do what I wanted and create my own thing. I've always been, I've got, I went to business school, so I've always been very entrepreneurial and wanted to ultimately have my own business. So that was a great stepping stone, I thought, um, to get into real estate. So I, uh, I worked for a few different brokerages uh, for about eight years before I decided to take the plunge and open up my own brokerage. The main driver behind that was the auctions. Uh, we saw back in 2017 and uh, late 2016 how the transparency issue was a big factor mm -hmm. in the bidding wars that were happening throughout the GTA. And we thought, well, there's got to be another way. How can we do this? Um, and we knew with... Uh, brokerage and with the rules that we must adhere to as realtors, we can't disclose the contents of an offer. So we looked at how we could still move forward, um, but also sticking to the rules that we must adhere to. So we decided to create a separate auction company that can handle the auction component of the sale okay. and um, ultimately came up with this, this model. Awesome. And it's been good for you, I know. 
Yeah. Yeah. It's been great. I mean, we've, we've had a lot of people that haven't liked what we're doing, um, (laughs) which is, which is common for any new idea. I think in any industry, it's just the way it goes. Uh, But it's a really, it's been really great to just talk to people about it, allow them to understand what, why it is we're trying to do it. It's not supposed to be a gimmick. It's really meant to bring transparency to the industry. Now, when I think of auctions, I think of in my experience has been one of two kind of auctions. There's either the super luxury homes where they're attracting high end buyers and then the pieces of crap that yeah. <laughs> it's just get it out. What is it? What's your model like? Do you have a, a, a t- kind of typical home that works for you? And like, how does that work? Yeah, it's actually traditional uh, residential real estate. We've done everything from assignment condo sales uh, to condos to freehold homes uh, throughout the GTA. So it's actually, that's been one component of the education that we've tried to uh, put out there to the industry um, is that it's, it's just for any type of home that's going to get that's, it's got to be predicated on competition. So you've got to be in an, in an area where there's some demand and that you're going to have at least two people kind of going against each other and wanting the home. Um, so I think that's been one thing that we've tried to, to get out there as much as possible. Uh, but you are right. Traditionally, especially in Ontario, a lot of farms, um, that's, that's a lot of it. And then luxury as well. Yeah. So obviously you said you've had some pushback. What has that been like for you kind of get it going and and how have you overcome agents kind of pushing back on you? Um, It's, you you kind of develop a thick skin over time, I think. (laughs) (laughs) Um, At first it was a little hard. It was funny when I first started out, um, I wasn't so much involved in a lot of the forums that we we have an opportunity to be a part of in this industry. Mm -hmm. And so when we created the brokerage, I started joining a lot of them and I started searching for our our brokerage name and (laughs) saw a lot of uh, mean mean uh, uh, comments and uh, discussions back and forth. But I just started reaching out to everybody one by one and just let them know what it was, um, tried to answer a lot of questions that people assumed to be the case. A lot of people didn't realize that we fully cooperate with agents just as we do in a regular uh, real estate transaction. So that was one big thing that people misunderstood. Um, and then, you know, a, a lot of other things that kind of came up along the way and slowly person by person, I think they started to recognize that it could be a viable option. And for a lot of people, they don't like it. They don't agree with it, but yeah. it's, it's a respectful conversation <laughs> and you know, that that's okay. It's not yeah. for everybody. And it's same with clients and sellers. We talked to a lot of sellers about it. And after we explain it, a lot of times they're like, okay, that's, that's, good, but it's not for me. And that's totally fine. It's a choice at the end of the day. Yeah. So ideally, who would be the type of person who would kind of lean to that versus not as far as the client goes? Yeah, we find most of the people that inquire are people that have been on the buying side of a bidding war and they've seen the frustration. And I think for buyers, even when you win a bidding war, there's still some regret and some (laughs) questions as to how high you were versus everybody else. And, you know, I've seen not personally, but I've seen other buyers decide to pull out of the agreement and and forfeit their deposit because they just feel like they might have paid too much and they've got that remorse. Um, So 
those are the people that typically understand and want a more fair process mm -hmm. uh, for everybody. And for sellers as well, like what, what I've noticed on, you know, when I'm doing um, a multiple offer situation or setting an offer date and reserving offers to a set date, um, is that a lot of times buyers are hesitant to go up to their maximum price because right. they're just like, I just don't want to, I don't yeah. know, I don't want to overpay. So this process, because they can see the price, it allows them to feel comfortable knowing that they're very close to everybody else. Yep. And as, as such, they do go up more. So it could potentially net a seller more, not all the time. I know yep. there's situations where it won't, but it, it, there is that possibility. So what does it look like? Like, again, I picture a, an auction. I picture a guy in a cowboy hat in a barn <laughs> with a gavel and, right. and sitting in chairs. Is that the format or is it an online? Like, what does it look like for your... Yeah, it's it's all online. We do have the ability to do it um, in person. We haven't done it yet, but we okay. do have an awesome um, auctioneer that used to be from Australia. So he's got the accent and everything like that, but uh, we haven't had the chance to do that yet. Um, but it is on all online um, through our auction platform. Um, so people just log in, they register to bid, they go through a process to verify their identity. Um, there's actually a hold put on their credit card. It's not charged, but that just it protects the process. So if they end up being the winning bidder and they don't go through with the sale, then they get charged um, that, that fee. Um, so that kind of deters people from messing around. Um, and yeah, it, it still gets listed. The property still gets listed on MLS. Very similar to, yeah, very similar to an offer date where, you know, you just say um, auction date will be on this date, usually about seven to 10 days after you list. Yep. And uh, everybody goes online, they register, they're Identities are kept confidential, um, but it starts at a certain price. So similar to an offer date, you're pricing a little bit lower. We never price significantly lower. We don't want to confuse people, but we do want to get some momentum going. Um, the seller has a reserve price. So that is their protection to ensure okay. that they get um, at least what th that number is. And that has to be set in line with comparables and value. Right. A lot of times we have sellers that say, oh, well, you know, I know my house is worth 800,000, but I want to set a 900,000 reserve and it's not going to work. <laughs> <laughs> Auctions don't don't do magic. It's not yeah. going to happen that way. So we have to be realistic on it. Um, but so long as the uh, auction meets or exceeds that reserve price, whoever is the highest bidder through that process, um, all of the paperwork will then, it's all the same paperwork. It gets sent to the buyer's agent and then it all gets filled out from there. Yeah. So really the main difference is the, how the offers are presented is, as far as what's different for you guys. It's not like you're completely changing the whole system. No. And it are, so are, are they, would they be conditional offers? Are they doing pre-inspections? Like, what does it look like? Yeah. So normally we'll do a pre-home, pre-list home inspection. So that's not a condition in the sale. Um, right. Any buyer, any agent can review that ahead of time. And it's also post, it's also an, as an attachment on our, on our auction page. Okay. Um, for condos, we have the status certificate. And then um, we have done uh, offers or sorry, auctions with a financing condition. Um, and other times we haven't. It's a discussion we have with the seller and given the market, uh, what we find is obviously buyers are more comfortable participating in an auction where they have that financing right. condition. Um, but at the same time, if you do offer it, there is that risk that it might not go through. So it, there's some pros and cons and sellers seem to have a preference depending on, um, you know, where their, where their opinions lie on that. Yeah. So for me, I, I'm, I'm trying to imagine the 
educating the public side of it is mm-hmm. obviously a big part of it for you guys. What does it look like for you? Because most people traditionally are used to the way we've done real estate and yes. they go in, they talk to an agent, the agent knows how they do their system. Mm-hmm. How much of, of your job is educating the consumer or the other agents that are involved? A lot. Like when we do auctions, it's, it's almost like, uh, what well, we do, we always conduct, um, you know, virtual trainings, especially now with yeah. COVID, but, um, we we've done, and even when we had open houses back before COVID, it almost became like a seminar on how the auctions work. Um, we make it very, uh, like you can see it online. So we have actually on our site, um, mock auctions that people can participate in at any time during the day. So you can log on, see what the process is like. Um, But we find for the most part, when we do have an auction, it's the other agents that we're talking to and kind of walking through the process. And, you know, a lot of times they, they start the conversation, like, what, what the hell is this? Like, (laughs) what are you trying to do to me? Like, but then over time, once we have the conversation and start talking, um, most people open up to it and they're like, Oh, actually, yeah, I can see that working. That makes sense. And, A lot of times, you know, I've been on the buying agent side of many multiple offers and, you know, you're sitting for hours on a driveway or you're just like on hold waiting to find out if your clients even had a chance of getting this, the the home that they're loving. And it's really hard to give them any advice as to what you think it will go up to. It's so hard to know. Um, All you can tell them is to go in with their best offer and, you know, whatever happens, happens. But it's really hard to guide them when when you don't have all of the information in front of you. So from the consumer's perspective, how much transparency is there? You mentioned the names aren't named, but is there, do you know how many people are there? How many people are actively bidding? Who they're like, do they know you're going against Sally and Joe, and they know they're against each other for their bidding. Like, what's it look like for their perspective? perspective? Yes. Yeah, so basically, the first few characters of their email address are are like the two characters are are um, noted as their the bidder name. Okay. Um, so you can tell kind of a little bit that there's different people bidding against each other, yeah. and there is an, the option on our site to see the bidder history, so you can look and see where the bidding started and okay. and how it's progressed from there. So you can keep an eye on that as well. Are people who are not part of the transaction there watching it, or is it only the people who are bidding? Everybody can see it. Um, you have to go through the process to register to bid, um, right. but it's it's it actually becomes quite it's it's similar to if you have ever seen um, public auctions conducted, where you know it's a big group of people kind of gathered around. Yeah. A lot of our auctions get quite a quite a bit of people just kind of keeping an eye on things and seeing how it works, mm. and it's kind of nice for them to see in action, how it goes, um, because then it allows them to get a better idea for the future if they ever end up wanting to be interested in participating. Do you do it where you have one house per day or is there like, are you batching together? So you're getting people like, what's it look like? Uh, at this point, it's just one at a time, um, just because of the amount that we've been doing. We haven't done too many of them. We've kind of kept it close to our chest because we want to make sure that, um, we're doing it properly. We're being fair to everybody and we've tweaked things along the way. I feel now that we're, we're really good in a good position. We've kind of gone through all the, the the highs and lows of of a new concept. Um, and now we're able to offer it to other agents from other brokerages if they want to use it as well. So that's kind of a, a nice thing. The technology you're using, is that proprietary to yourself or is that something you use from another, like a third party company or? 
Yeah, it was an auction software. It wasn't specific to real estate, but then we had a developer just make it more accustomed to what we were looking to do. So it's kind of like a little bit of both, which is, which is, which is nice. It's nice to have the, the base there. And then we kind of tweaked it from there. Yeah. So now I I'm in outside of your area, but close to your area. I don't know Mm -hmm. anyone else who's doing it like that. Are, Are you aware of other brokerages that are following this model or are you guys kind of pioneering this new trend it seems like we're the only ones i know there's been other broker or other agents that have hired auctioneers for more luxury properties but in terms of the online part um we've seen some companies kind of come out with something but then not really um nothing really comes of it um and i think what it is and even just with auctions in general like people try it it doesn't work out and then they move on so this has been a really like lengthy process for us to really prove the concept. Um, so it, and it's still a work in progress, I think. So, um, right now we're the only ones that do it and we're very honest with sellers and with other agents. If they want to look at this, uh, for their properties or their listings, a lot of times we get calls from agents saying, I've had this property on the market forever. It's not selling. Can we auction it? And most of the time I, I say it's not, it's not, it, you might get a bit of extra exposure, yeah. but if it's not selling the regular way, like yeah. this is just a way to arrive at a final yeah. value of the home. So, um, we we're, we're very particular about the, the listings we choose. We don't want to waste anybody's time. Yeah. You know, that makes sense. It's yeah. especially because like I said, there's a lot more education involved. So yeah. there's more work than just putting on MLS and hoping that it sells. Exactly. So yeah. It's yeah. going to take time and you've got to make sure that it's fair for you and for the consumers on both sides, the, the buyer and the seller have to, has yeah. to be worthwhile for them. Absolutely. Yeah. So you mentioned you have two distinct companies. Was mm-hmm. that, was that a legal issue because of how you're doing it? Or like, could someone do this under the same brokerage model that they've got? Like what was the, the, the reason for the two models? The yeah. Two models, it was basically to make sure we weren't breaking any rules on the real estate side of things okay. and not disclosing the contents of the offer. Um, we can't really, we have a separate auctioneer um, that just handles that auction side of the, yep. the business. Um, and, and that was the main reason was because we didn't want to break any rules. We've had to further separate things like but before um, the auction platform and our brokerage site was combined into one. Um, and then after a few discussions with Rico, we had to separate those okay. because it had to be completely like you could, you had to tell the difference. Right. Um, so that was a process we had to go through as well, but we're on the other side. We know we're legit. We're not, you know, we're not breaking any rules because yeah. at first it was kind of like, okay, let's like, I think we're interpreting the rules, right? Let's see. Yeah. And then, you know, you kind of work on it from there. So luckily, uh, yeah, it, it all worked out. So for you, what is the, the future plans and growth look like for you with this? Is it just something you're going to keep using as an, as a option or is it going to be something you're really kind of pushing to, to hopefully change the industry or what's it look like? Yeah, that's a good question. I think when we first started out, it was, we were very gung ho about the auctions. Like that was all it was about. Um, and then when we started to bring other agents into the brokerage, it Mm -hmm. became more about our people and really developing them. Um, The auctions has been a great way for to get their foot in the door um, with with potential sellers, just talking to them about a different option. It might not be what they choose to do, but at that point, at least you're in the door. Um, So I think with the auctions, once we have a bit more time to focus on that a little bit more, I think we'll start pushing it 
to the industry a bit mm -hmm. more and educating um, people. Um, but right now, uh, it's more about the people within our brokerage and just really developing them. Okay. That's good. Do you, yeah. for, from because you have the two companies, mm -hmm. you're, I'm assuming your agents are part of the traditional brokerage and yeah. not part of that brokerage. So how does that look as far as transferring the, the sale to the, to the, mm. the, uh, to the auction, the auction brokerage? Yeah. Yeah. So basically it's just um, a, a separate agreement that the seller will fill out and, and sign okay. um, along with the agent. And then that information gets populated and it's similar to an MLS data sheet. It just gets populated on the auction platform. Okay. Um, and then the auction is conducted through there. Um, that's pretty much the only difference. It okay. seems pretty seamless, like from, from uh, our end, I guess. Right. Um, there's not too much, not too many hiccups you have to go okay. through. Yeah. Now, one of the things I always ask is, especially when there's people are doing events, different types of things, the biggest thing is, is promoting it. Yes. What are you doing differently to promote other than just putting on MLS? Because there's obviously you got to be getting it out there and getting people to know about what, what does your marketing look like around that whole model? Yeah, I mean, we do a lot of seminars um, in person before COVID and then as well as online. Um, mm -hmm. So when we do have an auction, we will um, put it out there on Facebook and, you know, advertise it and invite people within the community um, just to know about the property as well as to learn about the auction process so they can see it, how it works. So it's really focusing about those that are in the area um, mm -hmm. to make sure that they understand um, what it is and what we're trying to do. Um, cause a lot of times like our signs, even a lot of our auction signs have pictures of the, like of, of the home itself, right. as opposed to the first, just a generic for sale sign. Um, so that really captures people's attention as they drive by the home. And those are the people in the community that are there every day kind of seeing it. So we want to make sure that they understand fully what's happening. Cause yep. a lot of times, as you said before, when you hear about auction, it's like, Oh, is this a distressed property? Yeah. What is, what's wrong with this place? Like, are they desperate, you know? So we want to make sure that that isn't misunderstood either. And one of the things I want to dive into is because of that, because this is about geographic farming, getting involved mm -hmm. in the community. How has it been for you in the community? You obviously said you're trying to get as much of the community involved. Yeah. What has it been like from a, from a farming standpoint? What kind of response have you gotten? What type of feedback have you been getting from the communities that you've been doing these in? It's been really great. It's been a great opportunity just to get in front of people and talk to them about a different option and just talk about real estate in general. I think mm -hmm. that's such a common question that people want to know. What's, what is the market like? And of course, it's so dependent on the area and the type of home that you have. Yeah. So it really helps to spark that discussion with people in the community um, and just it allows you to get out there and feel more comfortable too. I find that's really helpful for our agents if they're going door knocking and we have quite a few agents that do door knock or even cold call. Yep. Um, it's about, you know, we've got another option for you that you might be interested in hearing about. Yep. And then it just kind of, the, the conversation goes from there. They might want, not want to sell, but at least you've got that relationship going and you can yep. follow up and, and go on from there. Yeah. And I think having, more options is a good thing. And like years ago when they came out with the um, list with us and if your house doesn't sell, we'll buy it for you. And there's yeah. a, some of them are gimmicks. Some of them are legitimate things. And just having different options is a good lead generator. Like you said, it's a, it gets yes. you in the, in the door, which is great mm -hmm. from, from a real estate perspective, but it also gives opportunities for the clients to feel they've got options, whether they take them or not, just knowing that there's, yeah. I can, if I choose to do that, they can go that route and, and yeah. do it traditionally. 
Yeah, exactly. No, I find that that's really helpful for people and, and they just kind of feel more at ease knowing that they have more choice in the process. Um, Cause a lot of times agents will go in and say, this is how we're going to do it. And this is what's going to happen. Um, and some people are okay with that. Some people are like, yeah, I'm going to be hands off. You, you're the professional, you do that. Or, uh, and other times people want to have more involvement and more of the decision in the process. So what does the future look like for you with this as far as are you going to do the same model? Are you going to adapt and are you going to do in person? Like you said, you have an auctioneer. Like, yeah. What are you looking to do with it? I think we're going to focus more online. I feel like that's where things are headed. Um, it's just so much more convenient for people. They don't have to drive anywhere. They could be at work. They could be at home. Um, so I think in terms of accessibility, this will be a great model for people to consider down the road. I just think that we need to do some more proof, like just proving the concept more so um, in different areas because we've really been all over the GTA. So I think, you know, people might hear about it, but it's really not that um, common um, in in most people's neighborhoods. So um, we've talked about looking at different neighborhoods that are getting a lot of bidding wars and a lot of interest, like demand, um, and just kind of providing more uh, resources, more education, um, just in, in one cent, in one certain area, um, and then kind of move on from there. So the, the biddings online are they, are you doing traditional showings? Like are they coming in to view the property like a normal agent would do showings and everything? Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So they go on MLS, they see the property there. They could also go through the auction platform and request a showing that way as well. And if it's an agent from another brokerage that has opted to do the auction, then any of the showing requests through our platform will automatically get forwarded off to them as well. So we're very hands off. Like it's not our listing at all. We're just there to help the process and educate people. Yeah. Are you guys, do you have a buy it now option or anything like that where people can say that's the price I want or have you talked about that? We did um, at first, but we found it confused people uh, because it would be the starting bid, then the buy it now option. And a lot of people saw that and thought it meant that's what like the reserve price was or, and so we, we still have it available and maybe down the road, once people understand how the process works a little bit better, um, we might bring it back because I thought it was a really great option. um, But it just, I found a lot of people thought, okay, you know, that's a lot, you know, for a reserve price. I don't think I even want to participate. So we just like, you know what, we'll, we'll take it away for now. (laughs) And I find that I've, I've had clients in the past where they're like, I don't even care what I, price I get. As long as I get this price, you get me that price and I'm happy. And I'm right. sure that people are, it's like, yeah, if you sell it for that, the buy it now button and they know it's a yeah. done deal and I get that price and they're happy and both people are happy, then that would definitely work. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And that's like the definition of transparency. Like yeah. you're literally telling people what you want. And you know, that's, that's really all people like, I feel like a lot of times in this industry, we try to play all these games and like, try to like, who's going to win. Yeah. But at the end of the day, people just want to have a good, um, like to, to, to not have a stressful process. They just mm-hmm. want to go through it and sell their home and move on. It's, it's really not about, you know, I mean, obviously more money is better, but I, I think for a lot of people, it's just ensuring that the process goes smoothly and that they feel comfortable that everything went as best as possible. And I mean, if you look at the, the iBuyer movement that's happening in the States a lot mm. in Canada too, yeah. people it's not always about money. It's about convenience and yes. ease for people yeah. or like you said, transparency is a big thing for some people. So it depends on mm-hmm. case by case it does. what they're looking for. So who would not be the right fit for you guys? 
Um, anybody, well, any area or pocket of, of the GTA, and I know it's hard to find right now, but while condos is a good example right now in Toronto, mm. um, we're seeing a big challenge with trying to sell condos. People are moving outside of, of the core. Yeah. They want bigger spaces. So if we were to, a, a couple of people have called us and said, can you auction this condo? I'm like, honestly, unless like they're wanting to sell it for a really good deal, yeah. um, you're not going to get the demand yeah. and you're just, it's not going to work. So um, that would be an example. Um, another example, like I mentioned before, is if the seller has an unrealistic reserve price. Um, we've, we've done it before where they did and it, it, it failed. It just didn't work yeah. out. Luckily we were able to negotiate after the auction with a couple of people that were interested, but um, it just, you know, people, want to make sure if it's a fair process, you also have to be fair on the value of the home. Yeah. 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 Okay. And then as far as, cause you said you had to set up a separate brokerage, obviously then mm -hmm. agents generally can't just do this unless they create their own brokerage. Where do you see it becoming or changing or growing into for other agents in other areas? If mm -hmm. like, are, are you guys trying to lead that and be the, the, the sole company or like what, where do you see it happening or where do you see it going with if an agent doesn't have the ability to set up a brokerage like that? And yeah, that? I mean, I think because we can act as a third-party service to any agent um, that would like to offer it as a service, um, yeah. we definitely have marketing materials that they can use um, okay. in their listing presentations and um, just with their, their marketing and advertising. So that's something we offer to them. So I think eventually... Um, I'd like to grow that um, yep. and ultimately, you know, give people the knowledge. And if you want to offer it in other markets, potentially we could look at, um, you know, licensing the software or like, you know, however, however that works, but, yep. you know, expanding in that way, I think would be really great. And for their sake, the good thing is you guys have worked through the bugs and the yes. gone through the bad <laughs> exactly. things to figure it all out and they can I jump know. in as it's already been developed, which is usually good. Yeah look like the heroes. <laughs> okay. Well, it's definitely a unique approach. And I know, you. like you said, if people can, and can see past what they think it is and actually learn what it is, I think agents can get on board and understand that it's, mm. it's not the, the devil. devil. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah. a, it's a good option for the right people and for the right fit. And it's yeah. definitely a unique thing. And I'm all about being unique in your business and then doing things outside the box legally. Yes, which is, exactly. Which is what you guys are doing, which is awesome. Thank you. Well, thank you for being so open-minded and allowing yeah. me to talk about it. I really Happy appreciate to. it. Yeah. So one of the sections we have in our, uh, one of the segments we have is uh, the, your best book. So what's a great book that you would recommend to our viewers? Yeah. So one that I'm reading right now is called Exactly What to Say uh, for Real Estate Agents. And it is literally 30 updated, modernized scripts um, based on whatever situation you're in with buyers or sellers. And I find that scripts can be very dated. So <laughs> this is like completely updated and I've had the opportunity to use them myself and other like our agents have, you know, one newer agent reached out to us um, a couple weeks ago and, and said, you know, I have this, fizz, this there's this FISBO uh, for sale by owner in my neighborhood and I'd like to talk to them and approach them. And like this, these, I pulled from a couple of the different scripts that were in this book and he got an appointment. So That's it's great. been really, really useful. So if you want to check that out, it's not, and I listen to most of my books, 
like audio, um, just because I fall asleep when I read. (laughs) Um, but, uh, I find this is the, this is one that you need to actually sit and like write down your notes versus just kind of listening. So that's the only warning I will say. It's not one of those easy listening type things, but, um, it's, it's really helpful. We'll definitely put that in the notes so people can check that out. And what's the best way for people to check out what you're up to and connect with you if if they would like more information about the the whole auction process? Yeah. So if you go to OTB, um, like on the block, otbauctions.com, that is our auction website. And through there, you can do the mock auctions, as I was saying before getontheblock.com is our brokerage uh, website. And then I'm on Facebook and Instagram. At, on, at Instagram, I'm at katie.steinfeld. So you can check me out there and re- feel free to reach out if you have any questions about the auctions or about real estate in general. I'm happy to answer them. Awesome. We'll put that in the notes as well so people can check that out. But I really appreciate you being on the show. It's Thank a you. great uh, great talking about this and it's good for my own sake just to, to be knowledgeable, more knowledgeable about it. And so I know yeah. what's out there and, and what options are available. Perfect. Thank you so much for having me on, Ryan. Thanks. Appreciate it. Okay. Bye. Thanks for checking out today's episode. If you'd like more videos like this, be sure to like and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Check out our Facebook page and our other social media channels. Looking forward to bringing you more great content like this and happy farming.